Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Are you ever getting receipts from your grandmother? I, I, I wasn't thinking to get a receipt from my grandmother when we've had a close relationship. I was the one that I always called, went to the hospitals with her. This is the plaintiff, Frankie Durden. She says she loaned her granddaughter money to buy some furniture, and she's sorry to say it, but her own granddaughter is trying to stiff her. It's a real shame, because they used to be very close, but not anymore. She's suing for $943.68, the amount she's owed. This is the defendant, Bernadette. She says she paid her grandmother, but her grandmother had another $3,000 worth of charges on the account, and her grandmother's trying to scam her. Unfortunately, they've cut ties with one another. She doesn't owe any money and will prove her defense today. She's accused of grading on grandma's nerves. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session and the Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, so Ms. Durden, you're okay. the grandmother of Ms. Bernadette, correct? Correct. All right, and then at some point, Ms. Bernadette wanted you to buy her some furniture because you had an account at a particular furniture store. Yes. And what furniture did your grandmother put on her credit on your behalf? What did you buy? Um, it was, uh, I bought a, a bed set. It was just the, um, the nightstand with the mirror and just a queen uh, bed set, just a headboard. All right. Now, the amount you put some money down, right, Miss Bernadette? And then the amount that was yes, owed on the card was one thousand ninety three dollars and sixty eight cents. Right. Yes, ma'am. All right. Now, Miss Durden, what was the arrangement that you had with your granddaughter about how she would pay that back? She said that she would come and bring me some money um, when she got paid off. Uh, uh, Bernadette came um, and brought me one hundred and fifty dollars one time. When did she Once. do that? According to you, that wasn't until November. It was in November. All right. But did you have a deal that she was supposed to be paying you monthly or not really? She was just going to get monthly. And monthly. How, how much was she supposed to pay you monthly? 
150. So in June, did she pay you 150? No, ma'am. July? No, ma'am. August? No, ma'am. September? No, ma'am. October? No, ma'am. Okay. And then in November, she pays you 150. And bet- between May and November, did you ever say to her, hey, where's my money that you were supposed to be paying me? Do you ever say something to her? Yes, ma'am. I asked Bernadette. I even went to her house and took my paperwork. She even said to me, Grandma, uh, you only paid two payments. I paid several. I'm the one goes and pays to the furniture store. I never missed a payment since I've been dealing with Badcock Furniture Store. I never missed a payment on nothing because I'm the type of woman I don't want anybody coming to pull nothing out of my home. Okay, let me ask you something. When she put her furniture on your bill, how much did it increase your bill? Uh, It came back up to three thousand and something dollars. But you used to pay how much a month on your own furniture? Because you had on that bill, you had your own furniture. So you you used to pay how much a month, and then how much a month were you paying now? I was paying two. I was no, I was paying one something. Then it went up to uh, two. I think it was two seventy five. A month. Okay. Are they the and ones she, who tell you what the minimum payment is or you decide yes. how much? Okay. No. They tell you. All right. I got no, it. No, ma'am. They I tell got me. It. All right. So let me ask you a question, Ms. Bernadette. She says that you only paid that first amount at the store, leaving $1,093 and that you paid 150 in November, many, many months later, leaving a balance of what she's suing for, which is a $943.68. Let me hear from you. Um, that is incorrect. That's not true at all. Okay. I pay in cash. Uh, um, my furniture didn't come until June 14th. Okay. Um, she called me trying to get money. I said, well, I still don't even have my furniture. I didn't have the money at the time. I contacted Kurt, which is my boyfriend, which is one of my witnesses. He gave me $150 in June, the beginning of June. I went to her home and I gave her the 150 Like the end of June, like the 28th, she called, she contacted me and said, um, you know, the bill is coming up again. And I said, well, grandma, I just paid you for June. She said, well, you know, I pay my bills like the first, you know, the first of the month close to like the fifth, no later than the fifth and stuff. I said, okay, grandma, I went to the ATM and then I got $50 from Curtis in June. I gave her the money. So then after Let me that, ask you a question. Was, Can I ask you a question? Are you ever getting yes, receipts ma'am. from your grandmother? I, I, I wasn't thinking to get a receipt from my grandmother when we've had a close relationship. I was the one that always called, went to the hospitals with her. Okay, but your your grandmother is saying that only one time you've paid 150. You have no way to prove how many times you've paid anything in terms of receipts from your grandmother or any of that. But you do have two witnesses that you want me to hear from, right? Or one witness. Yes. Okay, who is She's this? Here, your but boyfriend? She wrote a statement. Yes. Okay, let me hear let me hear from your boyfriend. Let's swear him in. How are you doing? Good. What's Bye. your name, please? I'm Curtis Jones. Okay. Can you raise your right hand, please, so we can swear you in? Yes, ma'am. Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Your Honor. What do you know about this case? What do you know about payments? What do you know about payments? Right. I, right. I don't know exactly what the agreement was, but I know back in June that I gave her 150 bucks. Okay, so you gave her, her you gave her the money. You don't know what she did with it, but she told you she needed it because Grandma wanted the money. So you assume she gave it to Grandma. 
Well, she went over to make a payment. She said she was going over to make a payment to her grandmother. Okay. She was going to give her grandmother money. Her grandmother used to come over to the house also. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't a thing of, you know, when like, the grandmother uh, came over the, to the house, did you ever see a payment made there? Uh, like I said, I, I, I don't I don't I don't know exactly how they had things going on because that's her grandmother. So I wasn't looking around and trying to check out for different situations. That's her okay. grandmother. I call her granny. So, so, so the only know, thing you I can just, tell me is that in June you gave your girlfriend one hundred and fifty dollars to give to grandma. And at the end of June, I gave her sixty dollars because she asked me again for more money. And I said, well, we just gave her one hundred and fifty dollars like a few weeks ago. Like what, what's going on with this? OK, so do you remember between. Uh, so let's talk about July, August, September, October. Do you remember any conversation or any payments or anything that you can testify to during those months? I, I want to say um, October the 17th or the 18th because it was my nephew's birthday and I gave her $150 also in October. So, you know, I gave her, like I said, I know maybe four times that I gave her uh, okay. money. Can to you make switch with her? her I, I want to ask payment. her some questions. Thank you very much. Okay, here you go. M- Ms. Bernadette? Yes, ma'am. Okay, you say you paid her June 5th, June 29th, and what were the other dates that you paid her? Um, like the uh, the 7th, like July 7th. How much did you pay her July August, 7th? 150 All right, and I do see an ATM withdrawal that corresponds with that. Then how much did you pay her in August? Um, 150 And I do see an ATM withdrawal that corresponds with that for 150 And then September, how much did you pay her? I, I pay her $150, but that month I withdrew more because of my nephew needed money when she was going to Palaka to see him. Right. So, and what about October? O- October is the money that I got from Curtis um, to give to her as well. Because right, that's around but, the time I found out I was pregnant right. and I was losing hours. October is the money that you say you used Curtis. Yes, ma'am. And then November. November, I did one fifty. I took extra out because gas. But once I, I, November was the last day I paid her because I told her that I was gonna. I only had two more payments, if that. And she got upset and said, "No, I don't." So when we called people at my house, they said she has a a, a three thousand dollar um interest stuff interest and then at the bottom of a receipt it had written out plus interest i said grandma everything is in one for me it's not um the lady said no it's because she has other um items on this account that's why it's that much so she wanted me to keep paying her and i said i'm not going to keep paying when i know i'm like done so that was it she never talked to me nothing Ms. Durden, can you tell me what furniture you were paying and how much you have been paying it? I got my living room suit when I moved in here. I was paying like a hundred and something dollars. But I can see that before you put her furniture on, you were paying two fifty. Yes, ma'am. Yes, okay. ma'am. I, because it, there's interest because you're put, paying when it I put so her on. Yes, right. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But Before so we know. Pill. Hold on one second. You acknowledge that she gave you one fifty one time. According yes, to you, she gave one it to you time. in November. But in November, did you pay that one fifty to Babcock, or did you just pay the two seventy five? I had already paid, 
Bangkok. Right. So my point when is, she bought the my point, listen to my point. My point is that she's giving yes, you 150, ma'am. but you're just paying the $25 minimum that her furniture upped your your minimum. So you're paying the minimum all the time. And when you pay the minimum all the time, the interest starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger. What do you think is going on? You just think she's confused? I, I don't I don't know what's I don't know. I think she is confused because even trying to talk to her is an argument. And why not just argue, just pay? So I just pay. I wasn't thinking about getting a receipt because I'm like, well, she's paying it. It's her credit. You know, I wasn't thinking about that. She like a mom. I like my mama. Let me ask you something, Ms. Durden. Uh, Was Ms. Bernadette, your granddaughter, ever someone you couldn't trust? No. Was she always some? Never. Right. She was always somebody you trusted. She's sitting here under oath and telling me that she did pay you these monies, but that you didn't apply the whole thing to the furniture, which I know you didn't in November. I know all you did in November was pay the minimum. All right. And that maybe that's why you're confused about what she's paid and what she hasn't. Um, Why would she lie to try to make sure that you, after being so nice and got her her furniture, why would she lie today in front of me, do you think? Judge, I'm going to say this. My granddaughter know that my other grandchildren, I would do things for every all, all my grandchildren. She was the only one that I would never think that would go against me like this. Anything Bernadette had asked me for, I tried to do for her. I will always do for Bernadette. There's nothing, nothing under God's son that I wouldn't do for any of my grandchildren. Not none of them. I, That's I'm why I wouldn't do that for you. I'm on a fixed income. She told me to my face and which her friend was right there in the in, in the store. And my husband was never, my husband left to go yep. to work this morning in Georgia. He said, he said, make he called me make. He said, make he said, something is gonna go wrong and you and your granddaughter gonna have some spouts about that bedroom set. And he did not lie. There's nothing that I wouldn't do for my grandchildren because I have raised them. Did you want to respond to that, Ms. Bernadette? Yeah. You know, I was the only one that came around and did anything. So for you to sit up here and do what you're doing and making it seem like I would cross you anyway is wrong. Why did you do me like this? You're wrong. I love you, but it's I'm fine with whatever this outcome is. I'm good. Me and you, we was real good. You was like my mama. I always came to you about everything. Well, I'm going to let God handle me and leave it alone. I never thought that you would cross me in this type of way. But you don't think she's crossing you, Ms. Bernadette. Do you believe that she believes you paid her and she's trying to get money from you? That's silly. You believe that she's confused. right? I believe that she's confused and she's not... She she not remembering what I did and I don't go back and forth with my grandmama. Your grandmother doesn't believe you paid her. Talk to her right now and tell her. I came to your house plenty of times. The the even the last month of June when I came you again about the money you were rushing trying to get to church. You had um granddaddy in the car with you as well. When I, all these times I was giving you money, someone was there, someone was there.
Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Who is Latrell Washington? Washington. Who is that? That was my friend. That's my friend that was there when I got the furniture at the store and she was giving me rides to get to my grandmother to pay the money. I witnessed Bernadette paying her grandmother 150 every month from June to November. Do you remember her coming to see you with Latrell Washington? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. She only gave me $150. And I didn't give you $100 for Javiante? No, no, ma'am. On top of the 150? No, you didn't. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. And I'm I'm, I'm saying that on everything I love, and God knows I love the Lord, and I can't lie to God, so why would I lie to the judge? Oh, no one thinks you're lying. I don't in any way, shape, or form think that you're lying to me, Ms. Durden. I know that you believe 100% what you're saying. I don't think you're trying to get extra money out of a grandchild. You are a wonderful grandmother. No. No one thinks that. But the question I've got to answer in my head is, did you get paid? Because if you did get paid, you're still owed some money, no matter what. But she says she paid you X. And if she paid you X, if she really did, then I have no business making her pay you that again. So normally the way I can figure this out is really easy. People have receipts and they show me their receipts. But you're a granddaughter and a grandmother, and you're hoping your grandmother will remember getting paid, which I would never. The people I always want receipts from are the people who are closest to you and you don't want a problem with. That's who I get receipts from. So cash should never be paid without a receipt coming in the hand because this is what we end up with. So I've got a grandmother who loves her granddaughter. And is really upset. And I've got a granddaughter who loves her grandmother and is really upset, too. Both of you have been crying during the whole trial. She says that she paid you many of the times and then stopped when you were saying you paid me nothing. Then her boyfriend testifies. I gave her money to pay her. And they are very specific. I gave her 150 once and I gave her $60 another time. All right. And her friend testifies. I gave her rides to pay her. Then there's also the bank statements where there's ATM withdrawals that match what she's saying. And then I see when I look at her bank statement, well, all she withdrew that day was $100 to match with the 60 that he gave her so she could make it 150 then. It has what we call the ring of truth. And when she gave you 150 to pay down her debt, all you did was pay 25 to Babcock. 
You see, you didn't pay that money to Babcock and lower the debt. You just paid your monthly minimum payment. Basically, she only here's, gave me here's where we are. Here's where we are, guys. And I'm very, very sorry. I want you to understand, Ms. Durden, that when a plaintiff comes into court, they have the burden of proving the case. I usually when someone doesn't have a receipt, I look at them and say, too bad, so sad for you, Ms. Bernadette. You don't have receipts. But I strive so hard to get to the right verdict. But based on what I have heard, you being Ms. Durden, the person with the burden of proving that the money wasn't paid, all these little things to me that I am hearing have the ring of truth. You would still owe Ms. Bernadette additional monies on this because there's interest involved. So when I take the amount that you say you've paid, that you've showed me the ATM and you've shown me the other testimony of people and I deduct it from the amount that would include with the interest, you still owe your grandmother $200 and I'm ordering you to pay your grandmother the $200. And I'm just sorry that you guys didn't have a better system to keep track of it than what you had because when you get right down to it, how could a bed set destroy the relationship between a grandmother and a granddaughter like this? How? Especially when that grandmother was your mother, basically. So I hope that after this case is over, you folks have some kind of understanding and you come to some kind of peace. I hope so, because it would be a very sad day indeed where someone who raises you then never talks to you again over this. And someone you raised, you never talk to again over this. So based on what I have heard, I find that she did make the payments, but you still owe some money, the remainder plus interest, and I am ruling in favor of the plaintiff in this case in the amount of $200. Thank you. So the plaintiff is going to get $200 back from her granddaughter. She was actually seeking $943. This is a very difficult case for the judge to handle. There was no hard evidence, so to speak. Uh, Ms. Bernadette, let me ask you, you okay with this? How do you feel about it? I know you're very upset. Um, what are you thinking? I'm not her? upset. Um, that's like what I owe her. <laughs> I didn't owe her no more than that. Um, so I'm glad I'm good with the verdict. Let me ask you something about your relationship with your grandmother. And I know you two were very close. Do you, do you think this is going to hurt it, you know, or can you get back together with her and love each other? Um, no, I'm going to go my separate way. Um, now that I know, like, the situ just this situation just brought, just opened my eyes to a lot of things. So I'm just going to go my separate way. Oh, that's really sad. That's sad to hear that. And I'm sure your grandmother's going to be very disappointed to hear that. Hopefully you can work it out. We'll see. Ms. Durden, let me ask you something. Do you understand how the judge really labored over this decision? You know, she was troubled with this. I understand. But God said he will fight my battles for me. And God is a man that he cannot lie. God is a man that he will not lie. One thing about it, two for sure. My granddaughter can never stop me from loving her. I will never stop loving her, no matter how she feel about the situation. Well, hopefully she'll she'll listen to you and maybe help change her mind down the road. Good luck okay. to you both. Harvey, this is a tough case. So, Doug, you know, this is really interesting. It's such a sad case, but it's 
really relatable, that you may have a situation like this where really both parties were well-intentioned and believed what they said. It just turns out that the grandma has a bad memory and didn't remember that some of this money was repaid. So in a situation like this, there's got to be understanding and communication between the two, and sometimes that can avert court. Judges, how do I go about filing perjury charges against three witnesses who lied in court against me? Thanks, Debbie. Perjury is sometimes called the the forgotten crime, I guess, because you know from all your years as a prosecutor and as a judge, just like I do, it's seldom charged. I was 17 years as a federal prosecutor. Never did I charge it for someone lying in a civil case. Now, I think maybe once or twice on a criminal case. But it's got to be about, people lie all the time when they testify, as you know, but it's got to be about something that's material to the case. It can't just be um, the, the back story, the window dress. You came you right. really came at one. Uh, you're driving a blue car, not a red car, whatever. It, these little things don't matter so much. But um, prosecutors look for pretty concrete proof. Yeah. They want corroboration. They want something more than a he said, she said dispute. Right. If it's still three people say one thing and you say another, you are never going to get a perjury charge, even though you believe it in every fiber of your being. Exactly. You, you need to be able to show that the three of them were lying. Exactly. I would say that you usually, to be able to prove a perjury charge, you better have some evidence, physical evidence, that shows concretely that the person lied. Right. right. Like about, a videotape confession. Or something. Right. Something <laughs> really concrete, because it's, re- right. it's really tough. This is the plaintiff, Leon Lewinson. He says he purchased tires from the defendant, and the things turned out to be hazardous because they were rotted out. He's lucky he didn't get into a crash. He's lucky he wasn't injured. And he's suing this woman for the return of his $110. This is the defendant, Nadia Popovich. She says the plaintiff came into her shop with four of his own tires he wanted mounted on his car. She didn't sell the plaintiff tires. This happened three months ago. Now she's being sued? Come on. She's accused of mounting a lawsuit. All parties, please raise your right hands. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Tell me what's going on, Mr. Lewinson. I went into that place. I bought four tires for a Chevy Traverse. The service was great. The tires were fantastic. I went in the following week, and I bought one tire for a Cadillac. I work for a dealership. I went in the third time, but I went with my son's car from Baltimore. And I spoke to the person, and I told him it's for my son, and he said, I see this is your third time here. It's for your own son. I'm going to work close with you. What does work close with you mean? In other words, he's going to give me a break on the bill. Okay. Which I, which I never asked him what the price was going to be. I'm just anticipating. What did you pay for the other tires? $50 a piece, but okay. they're big tires for a Traverse. This is for a Chevy Cruze. It's a very small car. It's a very small tire. When I went in, the person who's the technician showed me that the rim was wobbling. So they said they had to sell me a new rim. I said, not a problem. When they put the fourth tire on with the rim, the technician came out with two long plastic ties, and he said he can't get the hubcap to fit to the 
rim. And I, I said, don't attach it with those. I said, get me the correct rim and call me when it comes in. And he said he would. When I, when I left the place later that evening, I got a call from somebody who identified himself as the owner. He called me up to tell me that I cheated him and I owe him money. And, I, and, I, and he's going to wait at work there and I have to come in right now and give him some more money. Well, he wanted $50 for the tires as opposed to 15 Correct. Right. And you had already paid and you had paid $15 for each tire. That's what your testimony plus, is. Plus 50 for the rim. Correct. Right. So you go you say to him, no, I'm not going back there. I'm not going to pay you two hundred dollars. I just paid a hundred and whatever or 60 plus the uh, hundred and ten. And I'm not paying any more. That was what I paid. Right. Right. But he, he was yelling at me and I said, listen, call me up when you get the correct rim in and we'll discuss it. And I why would you discuss it? In other words, you put on the rim and, and, and you'll tell me your side. What do you mean? He already told you his side that, that you I, got charged the wrong amount. I'm going to tell him, but I understand. But I have to bring him back his old rim and get the new rim on my car. OK. And then? I never heard from him. So I called. I don't know how much later, but, but some time passed by. And I, I got him on the phone again because I recognized his voice right away. Which him? And... The, I don't know his name because he wouldn't tell me his name. The person who identified himself as the owner. He said, I'm the owner, I'll help you. And so was that before or after you took the car to a different vendor? After. After. So you placed a call to him after. Why did you take the car? What propelled you to take the car to the other vendor? Did you have a different issue they were looking at? or? I, I, had, I had other things that had to be fixed on okay. my son's car. Okay. And, and while it was there, he's the one who told me these tires are no good. Okay, what did he tell and you I, about the and tires? I, and, I, and I had told him about the rim, and, and, he's, and he tried the hubcap on it. He said, I'll get you new tires, and I'll, and I'll get you a hubcap, and I was just going to bring the stuff back to the other guy and ask for my money back. When were these pictures taken? That they were taken at my mechanic. Now, here's what I don't get. You're a car guy. You work for a dealership. You didn't notice that these tires weren't the best? No, because I, I'm not a tire specialist. Yeah, do you don't need to be a tire specialist. You have to have eyeballs. I, I, I understand. But unless you press down on the tires, you can't see they're cracked. I do you title don't. work. Okay. Let me ask you. A, you do title work. Let me ask you a question, Ms. Popovich. Who owns that place? Me and my husband. Okay. Who is the person who spoke with him both those times? Is that your husband? Yes. Okay. So, seriously, why are you here and not your husband? Um, because we're both owners and we are going based on the database. I know, but your husband had two conversations with him, and I'd love to hear your husband's side of those conversations. Actually, it was only once and at the shop. Um, so, what happened? So, is, your husband um, never customer, talked to him again? Only the day that the customer came to the shop. Okay. So, tell me your side. Go ahead. November 9th, customer came in. And with his Chevy, and from the receipt that I'm looking at, he bought a used rim, and he we did four mount and balance of tires, $15 each. That's how much it costs to install the tire. Um, we so go he brought his own tires? Absolutely. You yes. guys That's never sold him tires. Was. He brought four of his own tires, and all he yes. wanted you guys to do was mount them. Yes, and as he mentioned, one of the wheels was not good. And the technician told him, and he decided to purchase not a new, a used steel rim. Since he couldn't drive on the one he had, 
he had to purchase a used rim. There was never conversation on the reordering new rim and returning old rim. That never happened. And yeah, I don't know. He, he never to order new Mr. rim. Lewis, Mr. Deposit, Lewinson, no I'd like you to prove to me that you ordered a new rim and then it was ordered and then you were going to come in and all that stuff because your receipt is pretty one and done. Yes, but the fact of the matter is the second conversation, she just said I spoke to her husband one time. If you listen to the video, yeah, to I'm the gonna audio listen to it in a second. I, I got it. it but let, it I, yeah, she I'm going to listen to it in one second. I want to hear from you. Okay. You came in for the installation. The installation of what? No, I came in to purchase used tires. Oh, you know, you said the installation, installation, though. Okay. I, All right. So I, let's, I, hear I video. let's hear the video. Let's hear the Stop talking, is, Mr. Lewinson. Listen to me, Ms. Popovich. You say that he only spoke one time. Hello? Yes, my name is Leon Lewinson. I was there a little over a month ago. I was sold stuff, and then I was called by someone who identified himself as the owner, but he wouldn't give his name. It sounds like your voice. Are you the person who yelled at me that day? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. If well, you talk to me, I'm going to help you. Could you please give me your name? Oh, you're the guy that didn't pay me. Yes. Okay, so you remember me. How can I help you? You sold me the wrong size tires. You sold me a rim that didn't fit. And I want to bring everything back and get my $110 back. Man, you're going to get zero back for the simple reason. First of all, everything's been on the car. You drove away with the car. You actually went for a trip that day, you told me, with the car. I didn't go for a trip. You are a liar, number one. Number two, you owe me $140. Okay, you went. One hundred and forty dollars in addition to the hundred and ten. The tires you pay only fifteen dollars. You should have paid fifty dollars. That was a mistake. That you didn't want to. You don't want nothing to know about. It. So you guess what? If something went bad, that's karma that you deserve. Because <laughs> I remember exactly the way you talked to me on the phone. You said, you know what? I, I really don't want to talk to you. I remember you. Please don't call me no more. Then I'm going to take you so to court. Let okay, go. Okay. Go. have a nice Let day. Go. But who am I taking? What is your name, please? Well, I got hung up on. Have, oh, there's a, a nice surprise. Day. I got hung up on. Okay, first of all, is that your husband? The voice sounds, yes. Sounds just sounds like, like him, him, doesn't it? All right, okay. So yes. apparently they did have a conversation. And in that conversation, what does your husband say on that audio? You're the guy that wouldn't pay me, and now it's karma if those tires. So it's not true that he brought his own tires, right? Well, it looks like, yes. It's hard to tell after four months. It's not four months. You're, apparently, it was not hard for Piero to tell. He me- immediately remembered him, Mr. Le- oh, you're the guy who wouldn't come back and pay me. Oh, you know what? If there's something wrong with the tires, and that's karma, because you wouldn't pay me for it. You paid $15, and those tires are worth $50. So I guess that Piero sent his wife in to lie and say that those were his own tires. If Piero were my husband, he better be sweating right now if he's listening. That's all I got. We say. go by the receipt. Now nah, you don't go by the receipt. Stop it. Stop it. Look at me. Listen to me. Nadia, look at me. So only two things are possible. Because that doesn't sound like your husband doesn't know what case it is. He knows exactly what case it is. Either your husband sent you in here without telling you the truth because you've heard him on the audio. Or your husband told you the truth and you came in here to lie. Which of those two stories is it? Um, 
I'm the, he's the person that takes care of the job. I'm the person that does all the paperwork. Did your husband and all tell you database. this jerk left with four tires of mine? I told him he owed us money and he wouldn't pay me. So now karma, blah, blah. Did he tell you that? Version? I never heard that before. No? I never heard that before. Okay, so Once then, I got the. So the, then your husband sent the, you in here holding the bag. That's even worse than. I don't know. I don't know what's worse. I'm not well, sure. What it'd be bad for John if it were. Yeah, him. you think? I think. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, yeah. Right. But let's talk about this because it doesn't matter. It's not like he's he went and got four new tires for six hundred dollars and then is telling you I want six hundred dollars. What the way, the man wants back is the hundred and ten he paid you because he's showing me the tires. And I know you sold them to him because I just caught your husband on video admitting that those were tires that he did not bring with him, okay, that your husband sold to him. Now, talk to me about the rim issue. He paid only $50 for a used rim that fit his car, and he never, to, to reorder new tire, new rim, we don't do it without deposits. We okay. need some type of paperwork and deposit to order anything. Okay, so if you're he me, never, I understand. I understand what you're saying about the rim, and that sounds reasonable. But if mm -hmm. you're me, and I now catch your company in a blatant lie, since I heard all that, and I know you guys sold them the tires, and I see the tires are dry rotted. Why should you keep the sixty dollars to put four dry rotted tires on? Because it doesn't take one month or two months to see if something is bad. If something is bad, you see it right away. You don't wait two months for that. Yeah, I'm ordering you to repay the $60. I'm not ordering you to repay the $50 for the rim. I don't find any evidence that he ordered any other rim, and that's just a purchase at a counter, and that's that. Good luck, folks. So I have a feeling neither one of the litigants are really thrilled with the outcome. The plaintiff prevails, but only for $60. Ms. Popovich, what do you think about the judge's decision? I have no comments. We go by what what's on the paper and that's what happened. I don't know where the phone call came from or four months later, there is no way to remember what happened back in November when we in April, 2021. What are you gonna tell your husband when you're gonna get back to the shop? We'll have to find out. Okay, well, good luck to you. Mr. Lewinson, you only got $60. You're, you're upset too about the rim issue. You know, not much to say about it. The judge didn't believe you. I, I have to say that I'm not upset. That's number one. Number two, the judge got it wrong. My evidence was that my mechanic ordered a rim for me. She made a mistake and people make mistakes and it's fine. We're all good. We're all good. Okay. Thank you very much. You get 60 bucks back. Be thrilled. Be happy. <laughs> Harvey, what do you think? Okay, Doug. So a couple of things in this case. I mean, the, you know, the phone records and all that, that really sunk the defendant for sure. The weird thing about this case to me is that the defendant is saying that she put rotten tires on the plaintiff's car. Well, why would she do that? And that in itself may be a problem because a business has a duty to work in a responsible way. And if these tires were not roadworthy and could have caused a crash, it would seem to me the defendant, even in her scenario, should have refused to do the job because you don't want to do something that would put a customer in an unsafe position. But either way, she sold the tire, she lost the case. I get the feeling you like classic cars. Have any cool old rides? I love classic cars. And as you know from seeing me sitting on the sofa watching like the, the Barrett Jackson car auction, the Meekum auctions, Meekum I just yeah. sit there for hours watching that stuff. 
and I go to car shows, as yeah. you know, from time to time. And there's something about the old ones that's just better to me. It's like all the, all the, they're all analog dials instead of digital. They don't have all the bells and whistles. The ones I like to drive have three pedals instead of two. <laughs> Because you got a manual transmission. I don't understand your, your, your obsession with cars. Like, I really don't get it. I just, I love them. Okay, our docket is now bare, so we'll see you next time. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.